Welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm Colin Parker, one of your hosts. And I'm James Anderson, one of your other hosts. On this podcast, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, till the end of time. And you know what, James? I'm just going to jump right into it because oh. I feel like we've been on this USO tour for so long. It's I think that we're a well-oiled machine, so yeah, now we, we got can just down. immediately we can now immediately bring out our next guest. Uh, you've seen them at every city so far. Welcome back to the stage, Daniel Spencer. Hello. That's Hello. also like, technically not true, but you know, it's a bit. Sometimes you just we, have to go for the bit. Sometimes you have to lean into it. People have seen Daniel at every stop of every tour we've ever done, and that's the truth. No. Well, who's I guess done any? Who's the who's the who's the we in sure. this? The Nintendo. Anyway, uh, uh that was not not a good bit, but I had to get out of it. Um, no, mine was, but your, yours was okay. So, was um, right. yeah, Daniel. Well, listen, we're, we're here for, yeah, well, hello, Dan. Hey, you know, Daniel, sorry, let me, I'm going to interrupt myself. I was about to, like I said, immediately jump into it, but there's something important that I should ask you about, uh, and that is uh, to say, here at the top of the show, can you just, uh, can you just tell us a little bit about your podcast here on the Scavengers Network? Absolutely. Uh, so I do the show Frankenstein's Jukebox with my very uh, charismatic and creative co-host, James. Hi there. Hi. Uh, each episode, we pick a new... Um, like We go through the years. We each pick a song that we like that came out that year and three things that we like about that song. And then we use those six things to make a new song. Sometimes it's great, and sometimes it's a monstrosity. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well put. Thank you. That was a perfect perfect description. That's the least hand-wavy uh, thing I've ever... Uh, least hand-wavy description I've ever heard of our show. Um, also, perhaps maybe the first time I've heard you describe our show, so maybe there's a correlation that I'm not positive. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> It seems like okay. Maybe so, this do you is guys know music? Practiced, yeah. <laughs> um, no, please describe. Oh, dang it. Uh, okay. Uh, mm. uh, the, okay. Uh, you know notes. Oh crap. Uh. Uh, see, the thing is, okay, I don't really know music as a whole, but I do know just the one song. And speaking of just the one song, ah, very good. There is a train going by. One moment. This is Captain America, the first Avenger. We're starting at 50 minutes and 52 seconds and running until 51 minutes and 56 seconds. A tight one minute, four seconds. Uh, that feels and like goes, seven and a half years. It, it, a little bit. Uh, and here is what happens. Um, we get a clip of once again, Steve on the USO tour, though this time it's not as bright and shiny. It's very cold, uh, you know, like a color grade uh, on the screen. And he's standing outside and he says, how many of you are ready to help me sock old Adolf on the jaw? And we zoom out to see a bunch of soldiers just sitting there, dead silence. Okay, uh, I need a volunteer. Our first heckler of the day yells out, I already volunteered. How do you think I got here? The crowd laughs. Another heckler yells, bring back the girls. The crowd cheers. Cap says, I think they only know the one song, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. He goes to leave when a third man says, yeah, you do that, sweetheart. Hodge, Ugg, is in the audience, and he shouts, nice boots, Tinkerbell. People laugh. Rogers is a little defeated. 
He bargains with them. Come on, guys. We're all on the same team here. A man stands up and says, hey, Cap'n, sign this. And he moons Steve. Steve looks away, disappointed. Someone throws a tomato at him. Steve blocks it with a shield, and then another man, another tomato. He blocks that one as well. The crowd cheers again as more tomatoes are thrown at the backdrops and him. Steve looks out at the mob of people he believes he's a part of and realizes that he is not. He stomps off stage upset as the girls come running back on, much to the happiness of the men in the audience. As the song begins up again and people rush to their spots, the stagehand says, Don't worry, pal, they'll warm up to you. Steve's comically accurate but ridiculous boots are seen walking down the stairs as the high heels of the dancers run up the stairs past him. James, you feel I feel like you already have something to say. That is Brant's aid. Right, but is he not acting as a stagehand here? Oh, no, is, I mean, what, he is. I, I just, wanted, is, to, I just wanted to connect the dots. That's true. I guess it's just... Wait, what is his name again? I forgot. We, we chose a name for him. We named this man. We named him, and it was in 32. Hold on, I can get it real quick. Just hold on one sec. It's, all, it's just fine. We're doing great. We're doing great. 32. I wrote down stagehand because I did not remember his oh, name. Oh, because I put it in a separate thing. It was quizzes right here. We picked... I will say and that we, we did that in a, in two episodes from now. Did we really? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, well, then I can't say that. I have to cut all of that. Why would you let me continue? Because time is weird, and I don't remember, didn't remember that. Uh, okay, well, magical. all right. <laughs> I had to cut that. I can't believe you've let me spoil our own show. I can't believe uh, you've done this. I can't believe you've done this. Uh, uh, so, Daniel. Yes. Thoughts on the scene that we've watched for today? I really like this scene. Uh, I think it's very good at uh, like showing the the struggles uh, that Steve was going through, but also that like he's like he's out here like. Who wants to help me suck Adolf on the jaw? <laughs> but he's not doing any, like, he's not... Right, he's not actually doing He's right. not actually doing the fighting like they are, and I think that's obviously, like, why they don't get behind it, and, like, right. all, all of that. And I think that's so well stated without stating it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think it's very impressive. I agree. I think it's, it's that moment of, you know, he's wanted to join the military for so long, and then he does actually join it for a week becomes this, you know, mountain of a man here. I really like that phrase. I've just realized I've said that for so many different people so many mm -hmm. times, but I'm just going to keep using it. He becomes a little bit of a mountain of a man, and then, you know, he sort of initially thinks that he's not going to be of any use, and they tell him that he's going to get a promotion, he's going to do this thing, and he's told that he's helping out the war effort. And I think that he realizes that he's not actively fighting, but he still honestly believes over time, especially as people seem to like him, that you know, maybe he is actually helping. And then once he gets there, he realizes maybe he's really not. Um, but uh, to see people like, for example, Hodge, who was already kind of a dipshit to him before, get to be a dipshit to him again. And he knows that he could kick Hodge's ass. You know what I mean? Now, but he's like, yeah, we're, we're all on the same team here. Yeah. And they're like, boo, no, you're not. It's it stings a little bit to yeah. think that you are part of the crowd and realize that you're an outsider still. Yeah. Uh, yeah. James, do you have thoughts on the scene? I mean, literally, uh, my my uh, note was 
Nice boots, Tinkerbell is fucking Hodge. Ugh. That was my notes. So you, you covered it. Um, Perfect. Okay. I think that, um, just real quick, Daniel, to, uh, to do, loop you in on something, uh, the guy that plays Hodge's real name is Lex Shrapnel. And I, I'm worried that I might make a Lex Shrapnel reference in the course of this episode. I don't want you to be lost. So um, that is his actual name. His family's is name is Shrapnel. Incredible. Yeah. It, uh, it's my favorite thing about him by by quite a bit. Um, I mean, he listen. He is putting in a a, a star performance as just the worst. Um, I think that that coming out of the Alan Menken song into this like silence is just so. It's like a splash of water in the face. And Daniel, I completely agree with you. It's it's expertly done to both show you where the soldiers are. And where Steve is and where Steve thought he was two seconds ago. And like how just because they're cheering when the dancing girls are behind you doesn't necessarily mean that they are behind Captain America uh, right. so much as the short skirts um, that, that they don't get to all. see very often in, in 1943 uh, yeah. war. True. Uh, hey, Unlike you know, I just I thought of something here. Uh, so yep. it's fascinating that he chose Tinkerbell mm-hmm. because, uh, Peter Pan, the book was written in 1902. Mm-hmm. I doubt Hodge read that book. Remember Hodge, Hodge also referenced seem... Victoria. Hodge is like. That's true. He <laughs> is referencing a bunch of old stuff, but then here's the other side of it. The, the cartoon movie, it doesn't come out for like a little bit less than 10 years from now. Right. So how does he know Tinkerbell? The only option I feel like at this point is the 1924 movie that was a silent film. Um, so maybe he saw it as a kid or something. Was it a play uh, in, that they could have in seen? In 1904, Britain? I think. Um, I mean, unless, someone, unless that was also on the US, USO tour at some point. Uh, the, the, the play the, was, was a number of years before about then. What character Steve was playing? Uh, boots tinkerbell i honestly think that that is what your character am i correct he's like this this is the the applause you need right (laughs) does this keep you alive i'm trying to support you (laughs) um he's like oh that's so nice they're throwing sustenance and food hodge is just actually yeah (laughs) do you think hodge uh no never mind that in the the 1953 animated movie she isn't wearing boots anyway she's wearing like Heels. Yeah. Good point. That's oh, a good point. Oh, so do you think that this was a uh, what's it called? Like a filing down of a of a fairy sort of situation? Yeah, I do think that's what it was. I think so. Yeah. Gross. Worse. Um, worse. Hodge. Gross I and worse. You, I thought I thought Hodge couldn't get worse, and yet here we are. I oh my immediately god! Immediately worse. Okay, so I have to. Okay, I was going to see if I could find a picture. By the way, of what. Tinkerbell would have looked like in that movie, and I can't seem to find. Um, hang on, I'm just gonna real quick. Tinkerbell could have just been a light in that movie, by the way. Tinkerbell. They, they, it was. I think that the Disney, like, hey, she could be a woman, was sort of a revolution. It was actually a person. They were very. They were just. They used some sort of trickery to make her look, you know, super tiny. Obviously, pin particle. But she was barefoot. So again, oh. yeah, definitely him saying something shitty 
right. to be you know making a fairy comment. But I need you to see when I was trying to find pictures from this. I'm going to send to both of you um, a picture of the dog in this movie. Oh God! <laughs> Remember in The Shining. <laughs> Daniel has made basically the same face as the dog just now. Just this, it's like weirdly human eyes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unsettling. unsettling. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I hate that. That's okay. unsettling. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, all right. Listen, let's move right along because um, I have an important question. Oh, yes. Daniel first. Yes. You do a lot of, you know, improv and, uh, you know, performing and stuff like that. I do. This is, this is the truth. Have you ever been heckled? Uh, yes. Uh, we do get some, some hecklers during, uh, it's not as much, I think, during improv uh, mm-hmm. as, as it happens during stand-up. Um, mm-hmm. Usually because, like, for improv, you've got a couple of people, you're, like, doing a scene. Right. Uh, but people will yell out, things if they feel like the scene is boring or if they're very very drunk uh and right. decide that, that they're a part there's of it. parts of anatomy that they would love to see from some of the people on the stage mm. uh or just in general see the just elbow like, show us your elbows <laughs> um, the wwe and they just put them through a table uh but yeah we get we get heckled sometimes it's very rare are there yeah. any heckles that have like happened that have stuck with you that were like memorable? Not at all. Okay, because like sometimes you good. know, like I think that's good. when you're when you're on something like TikTok, you know what I mean. Sometimes you'll see a heckle where like it's an actually like funny moment, right? Yeah. Uh, and like most of the time, it's during the crowd work type of situation, and I think people wouldn't share them if they're not if they weren't like, oh, this could be good, yeah. you know. Uh, but I've I've always wondered, you know, how because of that, you know, social media experience. You're like, oh, is that super common or is it actually still super rare? And also, is it even rarer that it's, uh, you know, something that you can kind of work around or whatever you want to call it? It's generally very easy to work around, uh, especially if you're doing improv. Just like you make it, you acknowledge it without acknowledging it directly. Mm. You're just like, you work it into the scene that somehow someone just outside of the scene had yelled whatever was just said uh, and just kind of pivot and move on with what you're doing. Um, so, okay. So then let's say, all right, let's, we're going to do an ac- acting exercise. Uh, Daniel, you are Captain Steve Rogers. Okay. Captain America. You are on stage and you've just asked us how many of you are ready to help me sock old Adolf on the job, right? Yeah. We're not giving you anything, so you ask for a volunteer. Okay, I say, as an audience member, I already volunteered. How do you think I got here? What is then your response as Steve, who also does stand-up? Sounds like you volunteered a second time. Get on up here. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, all right, okay. All right, uh, second scenario, bring back the girls. I mean, we could. We will. But first... I'm going to need you to get up here and join me. Man. Okay, very good. Super I'm crowd this. work serum over here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I am going to skip the boots one. I think... Uh, okay, we'll just go with the other uh, I the truly last appreciate the- your boots. I think that they're very nice. <laughs> Thank you. Why don't you uh, take a closer look at them up here on stage next to me? I think I will. 
<laughs> and then, hey, Captain, sign this. And then I show you my buttocks. He's making an ass of himself out there, and he's about to make an ass of himself up here on stage. Damn. Got that, him. See, that is a Steve Rogers needed lessons from the professional. Yeah. <laughs> James, uh, can you give us some Patreon? Stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can sing that song again. Here we go. <laughs> um, sing, sing that old Patreon song. For okay. Oh, Patreon, you were this is the all this tone is all off. Okay. Oh Patreon. No, no. Okay. So we have a Patreon. Uh he abandoned the bit immediately. Um right. we have a Patreon page at scavenger uh, patreon.com slash the scavengers network, where for two dollars a month you can get access to all sorts of bonus content uh from all sorts of shows on the scavengers network you can get stuff from frankenstein's jukebox you can get stuff from timeline scavengers uh there's stuff from jordan reed and uh and mason and and ty and all sorts of people that you know come together and 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 make silly silly stuff i always reference the uh jordan reed uh led one-on-one uh one shot with colin playing terry and jordan reed playing a sentient evil meatball sub sandwich if i'm correct is that it, it's been a bit since I've it was definitely it. some sort of meatball monster yeah, i guess evil, i guess yeah. i shouldn't make judgments on the moral qualities of the you know who knows in this work of the world who, who knows what sandwiches are evil um but you can uh get access to all of that plus anything that comes out uh, you know going forward if you just go to patreon.com slash the scavengers network and for at least two dollars a month uh, we always cite Tracy here. You can uh, up to you know a million dollars if you want to pledge a million dollars. That we will not deny that. Um, and uh, you know, make sure that you check off um, Timeline Scavengers on the form that asks you what uh, what shows you listen to. So that's that's about it. Though for Patreon, go sign up. It's the best Patreon on Patreon, and that's unbiased. Um, <laughs> Because I had the opinion before I was part of the network. That's going to do it for us, though, for today. As always, I am James Anderson. I'm Colin Parker. And I'm Dan Spencer. Excelsior! James. That's what mother called me. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.